Today in Canadian History for May the 18th, I'm Joe Barima. On this day back in 1765, a fire broke out in Montreal. It started in what is now Old Montreal and spread. By the time the embers had cooled, over 102 buildings had been destroyed. Unfortunately, the 1765 fire was not an exception. Montreal, like many cities of the day, had seen its share of fires. Robert Tyler Wood is an interpretive guide at Montreal's Municipal History Museum. I spoke with him about Montreal's historic fires and the effect that they had on the city. Sadly, it's not one of the ones we remember uh, as, as vividly as some of the others. There have been so many. Um, certainly some of the more dramatic ones uh, I can think of. There was one in 1721, just a few years earlier. Um, there was the Corpus Christi, or the Fête de Dieu procession. So it was a religious holiday through the streets of Montreal. Someone got a bit sloppy, and they decided to celebrate by firing his musket up into the air. Well, the, the flames that came out of the barrel uh, lit the uh, roof of the Hôtel Dieu, which was the first hospital, and it had already burned once before. Well, it burnt again, along with uh, dozens of other buildings. And if that wasn't enough, uh, only 13 years later, uh, they rebuilt the Hôtel Dieu and that neighborhood. Well, there's another fire in 1734 destroying, I think, 45 buildings. That one's interesting because um, of the story of the, the trial that came afterwards. People were understandably annoyed about these constant fires. And they sought uh, someone to blame, and uh, they came up with Marie-Joseph Angélique, which was an African uh, slave who was working in one of the houses that caught fire. And she was tried, uh, found guilty, and hanged. Although nowadays, uh, as we've shown through one of our uh, previous exhibits, it's not clear she actually did it. But it goes to show how, how upset people would get because, of course, you, you lose uh, a number of buildings which at the time would have been immense. I mean, in the 1800s, uh, or rather in the 1700s, there may be, you know, maximum 3,000 people living in Montreal. So you would have known everybody that got afflicted. And, and uh, certainly if a building caught on fire, you'd have to worry about yours because everything was so closely packed together. Now, Montreal wasn't an exception when it came to fires damaging the city. There was the so-called Great Chicago Fire of 1871. Toronto was singed by massive fires in 1904 and 1849. These fires, though tragic, were not an unexpected threat. Usually we talk about fires, well, there may be an apartment complex that burns down, but we tend to think about one or two buildings. But, um, you know, up until probably the 20th century, when a fire hit, it takes out blocks and blocks because, of course, if you think back to the middle medieval city and uh, the 18th century city, these are, we're dealing with very uh, flammable materials uh, used in construction, right? Um, mostly wood and thatch screws and things like that. And of course, everything is also right next to each other. I mean, they're party walls, common walls shared by buildings. So, uh, you know, there's, when you're talking about great fires, there, Montreal isn't the only one. And so we, we're kind of removed from it now. But it would have been, I wouldn't say an everyday occurrence, but something that everyone would know uh, as, as being a constant danger. I mean, we certainly don't have the same everyday relationship with fire the, the way people would have when you were 
heating your homes with open fires, when you're cooking with fires, when, uh, you know, even uh, after people were using fireplaces, they were still using candles and oil lamps and gas jets. I mean, um, the danger was there and um, not so much anymore. Um, and I think the thing that I've, I noticed when when uh, you, you brought up this topic and I had to think about this, I thought, you know, it, sadly, the, the way Montreal seem to have learned uh, is only by making mistakes, only through the loss of of lives and of property do we sort of wake up and start putting in those bylaws you're talking about, those new construction codes. Um, and it starts off in the 18th century. Um, after the 1721 fire, the, the authorities are going to say, all right, only stone construction, you have to uh, cover your roofs and, and, and metal or slate. Um, unfortunately, they, these rules sort of get ignored, um, and that's why you have more fires. Uh, sometimes it's arson, often it's just accidental because of the everyday contact with fires. There was one fire that happened just about three years before the one I just mentioned, in 1849, where um, I guess you could say Montreal suffered a permanent loss. Um, this is not something that even if you live in Montreal, you might know. But um, after the rebellions, the, the upper and, and lower Canada rebellions with people like Pepineau and Mackenzie, um, there is a, a movement to unite the Canada, uh, basically what is now Ontario and Quebec. And the capital of uh, that uh, the United Canada was uh, chosen. It was going to be Montreal. So for about six years, it was. Um, unfortunately, due to political reasons I will not go into, but are absolutely quite fascinating and stem from the rebellions. The Tories, the um, and I don't mean, you know, the modern-day Tories, I mean the uh, right-wing, orangemen, Protestant, Anglos of uh, Montreal were incensed with the government at the time, and they decided to burn down the Parliament building. So in front of our museum, where there should be a Parliament building, there's a parking lot um, due to that fire. And uh, afterwards, the government decided, I think the people of Montreal are a bit too politically passionate, and they decided to move the capital, and it, of course, eventually ended up in uh, Ottawa. Today is a day full of Canadian history. Prime Minister Borden announced that conscription would be put in place during World War I on this day back in 1917. And the trial of Paul Bernardo began on this day back in 1995. And as always, on this day, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW at 90.9 FM in Calgary. The executive producers are Joe Barima and Mark Affeld. Original music is provided by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. This series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series, or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cgswcom slash today in Canadian history. Mm-hmm.